Welcome back to the Dr. Supercoach Podcast. You're wrong once again, Weed Cheezo. I'm back from holidays and uh, I, I get to hear the uh, the soothing voice of Mr. Nicey tonight. How are you, champion? I'm good, Cheezo. Yourself? Uh, well, I was good until I checked how my Supercoach side was going since I've come back from holidays. And uh, I wish I hadn't. I wish I didn't have to check no. that, mate, because uh, uh, no trades uh, officially as of last week. And now Walters going down means Ahern's going to get me through to the end of the year. And uh, I'm just not happy with 30s on my field. They're, uh, they're nice. Uh, although I am used to having donuts at the end of the year, so I can't complain too much. There are some coaches that are struggling a little bit. How's your side going? Uh, pretty average as well, Cheezo. I've uh, <laughs> I've used up my last trade last week, unfortunately, on my man that I've been talking up for a few weeks in uh, in Andrew Gaff. So I've I've had to burn that trade and and burned it for one uh, Josh Kelly who got rubbed out with uh, with concussion midway through the uh, the third term. I think it was. Uh, this week and stranded on 82 Supercoach points. So hopefully he gets up this week. But let's uh, we'll we'll have a chat about some uh, some options because there's a few just going down, as you said, with Michael Walters uh, and Heath Shaw being the other one. I know a few have picked up in uh, in defence. So we can we can have a chat about that and give uh, give a few options uh, about so, who to uh, go this week. So to, so, yeah. So tell me what's the story? Did you uh, you walk under a ladder or you know uh, see a black cat? What's the story? You've gone. You've brought in Gaff one week. He's uh, lost his mind, and then so you've gone to Kelly on the back of his uh, double ton, and then he's uh, been slammed into the turf. It's not great luck, mate. What have you done? Well, I, I, that's exactly right, uh, Cheezo. I've just I've been looking through my trades history this week, and as I said to you earlier, there's just not really a whole lot that I could uh, could have done differently. I think I, I've been trying to generate cash a lot uh, throughout the year, and I think that the the main sort of factor in uh, in me not being able to generate cash as I have done in years prior is is having being stuck with two two mids that uh, that haven't played uh, in on my bench. I've I've been stuck with Don Barry since the start of the year, um, and, <laughs> and just have not been able to get rid of him. Uh, so he's sitting there on 182k, and then brought in uh, Tom Murphy one week as a as a real uh, real late late cover uh, just to generate some points and avoid me getting a donut uh, one week. He, I think he scored 20 that week, uh, and he's also sitting on my bench there at, at 165k, just not uh, not doing a whole lot. So I think that's been my main problem this year, um, just not generating the cash on the bench, which uh, which has been my downfall. Yeah, and I think it's something that I mentioned at the start there, quite similar. Um, we talk about it a lot of times, like you can't win Supercoach with your starting squad, but you can certainly lose it. And I think it took until round nine until I didn't have an injured premium and I had a full premium side. Like, that just it cripples you for the entirety of the year. No amount of trades are going to get you back from that. So uh, when you pick the wrong players, you just you just got to suck it up, I guess, basically. And uh, I was one of those that did have Bomb Barry blowing my side up, just being a dud on my bench. So, uh, But I guess the only thing I should mention nicely this year is that I picked a lot of really good rookies. Like I kind of bided my time and waited for the right ones. And even though um, I'm going to lose Walters this week, uh, I've still got two forward line rookies that can come on and and, and, uh, and score. So I'm not looking at a donut towards the end of the year. And, you know, if uh, Hearn can bring out another 30-plus disposal game, like I won't be too disappointed. So I I guess that's one positive that I've been – I've done some smart trading this year that I'm quite happy with. uh, Nicely. So we might as well jump straight back into it as it is the end of the year and I always talk forever. We are going to try and keep this one short. But it is the preliminary finals this week, Nicey. Only two rounds to go. Um, it, it's you and me on tonight because uh, I, I I do have to touch on this. Uh, the Port loss 
has made uh, JB just go into his shell a little bit. Nicey, he's uh, he's nowhere to be found, and as Filthy. happens when uh, <laughs> when when Port loser, uh, he can't do the uh, the recap pod because he he just can't bear to handle it. Uh, I think it might also be because he's got another donation uh, just checked on the list for the Cancer Council for the Higgins tax yes. going under a hundred points there, mate. So uh, it's it's doubly disappointing. And then on top of that, if there was uh, one thing that you don't want to do um, on Pistol side is to lose a draft game. And a classic league game by a combined ten points, nicey. Uh, he's re- he's reeling from. Uh, he's trying to go back to back in draft and fell by just a measly four points. Uh, and then in his own classic league, went down to Mrs. Pistol by six points. So the poor guy needs a day without talking super coach. I think. Yeah, you'd be re- real filthy going down down to his girlfriend. I, I think, but uh, she's a she's a real. Whoa, tough... okay. Let, let, just let, let's just check out that wording uh, in replay there. Uh, nicey, uh, um, it could have worded that a little bit better. I think. Be- sorry. <laughs> be- going be- down to his girlfriend. <laughs> All right, yeah, fair, fair call. I, that uh, that just went straight over my head, but um, that'll that'll make that'll be a good one for the uh, for the nicey highlights reel for at the end of the year. The, the nicey highlights reel. That's the. I, I that's, think we're gonna have to give you a better nickname. Maybe the dirty instead of the nicey. The the naughty, not nice. Um, <laughs> the naughty, yeah, that's better. Yeah, uh, no, but uh, his uh, yeah, she's still uh, yeah, fantastic competitor in the Supercoach. So so Pistol has a lot to learn, I think. So. But uh, you you would be filthy, as you say, going down in both those games by a combined total of 10 points. Yeah, he's not been happy. He's been talking up about uh, uh, just how disappointed he is. Um, Another thing that was disappointing, quick segue here, Nicey, is uh, the news that Alec Johnson has uh, injured his good knee. Um, That's nothing that you want to see in, you know, this... um, this, Not just uh, fantasy, but football can be a really cruel game sometimes, and... um, you know, having to face probably what is a, a six knee recon, if that uh, is the result of his uh, MRI today, is going to be really disappointing. So we wish him the best of luck, and uh, hopefully it's not as serious as as it looks. Oh, uh, absolutely. Nice, we do just, have. Uh, sorry, sorry, Cheese. Just let me butt in there. I just I, I know we extend our our uh, our sympathies with to to, uh, to Alex Johnson this week, but I'd also just like to uh, to put it out there to the five percent of super coaches, all uh, ten thousand one hundred ninety five of them that have him uh, have him in their sides. Brought him in for a cash cow. Mm, yeah, potentially. Hundred and two k. Yeah. Uh, not not a great situation at all. No. Uh, we're not going to go through all the rest of the games and talk about the scores that people had. We did have some big numbers put up this week. Uh, we should just go through a couple of the premiums that have been injured or potentially uh, missing this week. Nice. We'll start in the defence line, talking about Heath Shaw. Uh, he's in uh, 11% of teams, I believe, and it looks like um, a quite severe knee injury. It, it's not, um, just watching it live, it's not a natural um, ACL injury because of the you know the lateral twisting. Um, it's more like a, a collateral ligament, like a, a medial ligament or a, even a PCL injury. It's not usually an ACL, so uh, hopefully it's not as serious as what he first thought. Um, but for the 11% of teams there, Nicey, that do have Heath Shaw, if they have a trade, what do you expect is the best move for them this week uh, and potentially uh, coming into the last two rounds of the season? Well, I think, yeah, there's a, there's a few options and I know JB 
and I a couple of weeks ago on the podcast did our uh, our top six uh, in each each sort of line of uh, of our fields. Um, I'm going to stick with my uh, number five and six and say Angus Brayshaw and Shannon Hearn are the players that I would be aiming for if you got uh, if you got a little bit of cash in the bank. Angus Brayshaw coming off a 116 this week. Uh, with West Coast and GWS to come, uh, averaging 103 across his last three games. So uh, I think there for me that Gus Brasher is the one to go. Obviously, uh, if you you know you don't have your Lloyds, your um, your Lairds, your Simpsons, these these boys, I think uh, Gus Brasher is uh, is a good option there. Um, and likewise, uh, Shannon Hearn. Uh, for West Coast, currently averaging uh, 96, uh, so not not big there. But West Coast have got Melbourne and Brisbane in the next two weeks, uh, so hopefully uh, Hearn can rack up a few posi- uh, possessions there and uh, and score big. Even though historically uh, he doesn't score well against the D's this week, but uh, yeah, like I said, season average of 96. I think he's one of the better options. He is at home as well where he does seem to score quite well. So that's not a bad option. I think uh, looking at the price, for example, say you've got only a trade left and no money left in the bank. Um, two players at basically the exact same price as Heath Shaw, Alex Witherden and Jack Crisp really appeal to me. Um, pretty much uh, they both have really decent runs in the last two rounds and uh, particularly in the next game, uh, Witherden against the Suns uh, does look like he, he could have uh, uh, coming on the back of a 110 as well. He looks uh, pretty good. And Jack Crisp, been in good form all year, averaging 96, uh, coming on the back of 111. He looks like that he would be a decent option. And uh, for basically a straight straight swap for Heater Shaw, I don't mind that nicely. Uh, we'll move into the midfield. Uh, potentially, there could be uh, uh, Jack, uh, sorry, Josh Kelly um, after being knocked out by Taylor Water, uh, Walker in the third. Um, he could still be suffering from a little bit of concussion symptoms and miss this round. Um, obviously, late in the season, you're advocating a trade here, Nicey, if he's just maybe a one-week proposition. Oh, absolutely. You, ha- you absolutely have to. If you've if you've got trades uh, and you're, you're playing a prelim final, you absolutely have to have to make the trade because you don't want to be uh, be saving him for the grand final and then and then not get through uh, off the back of, of playing one of your one of your bench players. So I think we absolutely have to trade if, if we've got the option. And of course, if he, if he is indeed named out the giants play on Saturday at four thirty, Um, so just, uh, just have to wait and see if he gets up for that one should be right. But if not, we've got a couple of options. Chizo, who, who would you go? Uh, obviously Josh Kelly, um, being, you know, in the 600 Ks, you can, you can bring anyone in. Who, who are you going for? Well, I think it's really hard to say no to Jack McRae. He's been the best midfielder all year, uh, besides uh, possibly Tom Mitchell. Um, And in a three-round average of 140.3 and coming on the back of 153 on the weekend, I think it's hard to go past Jack McRae. And he's uh, 40 grand uh, or 30 grand cheaper than Josh Kelly anyway, so you've got absolutely no worries about picking him up. Um, If I was looking at a second player, I'm going to go a little bit more left field uh, here nicely. What about Gaz? Gaz uh, appeals to me 
He's come off the back of a 158. He's got a three-round average of 126. Uh, and the Cats uh, have a really good run home. They play two home games against uh, a Frio and then the Suns in the final round. Uh, he could go could go massive um, in your grand final and, and win you a grand final. And uh, I'd like that as a little bit of a uh, risk-reward option. Oh, absolutely. Gaz, uh, Gaz kicking the three goals on the weekend uh, certainly helped his his score. And, and that's that's what we see with Gaz. He, he, he scores big and then when he kicks goals, obviously, uh, that that's when the massive score comes out. And I think he's a big chance to do that uh, over the next two weeks, especially uh, against his old, old side. Okay, nicey. So McRae and Gaz for me. Uh, Josh Kelly replacements, who are you looking at? I'm looking at my boy, uh, Lockie Neal. First year, I think, since his debut that uh, that he hasn't featured in my side, Chizo. But uh, Lockie Neal going at 118 across the last five rounds. Uh, and as you pointed out to me uh, to me earlier, he's uh, he's gone the fifth most uh, across the across the midfielders this year for total points. Um, so he's uh, if you had him at the start of the year, he scored you two thousand one hundred eighty nine points. That's a that's a fair stat. Um, and my my second option might be a little bit biased of me, but I'm going with Seb Ross from St Kilda. Um, he's come off two 150s now across the last two weeks, uh, and the Saints have got games against Hawks and North, so not easy games there, but Seb Ross just in a really rich vein of form at the moment, and I would back him in uh, to you know to at least get you a couple of tons across the next two weeks. You just need to treat it like the Australian middle order, mate. You just uh, you pick players who are in form and uh, just let them cash in on the, on their form and just ba- bank you some runs, mate. Uh, we're expecting another uh, another ton raise the bat this week here, mate. I, he he has been in fantastic form, average of 130 across his last three, which is uh, definitely makes him a decent option. Uh, and obviously. Uh, Walter's doing his hammy uh, in the the past round. We do need to pick someone in the forward line, and unlike a, a Shaw or a Josh Kelly, uh, who are quite high in the price range for their respective positions, Walters is a little bit lower. So we should kind of uh, split up our options in this situation between players that you can uh, straight swap for uh, if you don't have any any more than one trade or not uh, no money in the bank, and players if you do have a little bit of bank cash who you should be picking as well. So, uh, Nicey, uh, who are two players that you are looking at to bring in for uh, Michael Walters if you did have a trade left? Well, I've got a couple of names written down here in Josh Dunkley and Lance Franklin, uh, Chizo, that uh, that you may, may be able to go... Uh, if you if you have the cash, I think both of those players uh, have good runs home in the last two weeks and could go could go large. Both coming off reasonable weeks uh, this week, but I'm just having a look through uh, some prices. Uh, and if you were a bit strapped for cash, I don't mind for only two weeks left of the season to go. Josh Caddy there is down to 365k. Uh, he's coming off a 116 this week. He's been been real flat. Uh, over the last sort of five, six weeks, um, not sort of quite cracking the 80 mark, um, but had a few really good games earlier in the year. I don't mind with games against Essendon and the Bulldogs. Uh, just jumping on Josh Caddy, we sort of, you know, we talk him up at the start of the year. We, we you know, go through a rough patch with him and, and then he comes back in form and we talk about him again. But um, so a lot of people have stayed away from him because of that uh, sort of roller coaster. Uh, form guide, but uh, form line, I should say. But I think with uh, with two weeks to go, Josh Caddy is not not a bad option at all. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. A little bit left field, and uh, I'd appreciate if you didn't group me into uh, just uh, uh, saying that I was part of the team promoting Josh Kelly in the preseason. I'd just like to say that it was not. Uh, uh, I did not put my hand up for for Caddy there at all. Uh, no, I see. Uh, I'll I'll let you take all the uh, the credit for that one. Um, uh, <laughs> if we're looking for uh, teams that should have a decent run home uh, towards the end of the season, I like the looks of uh, Geelong players in. Uh, Tom Hawkins and Sam Menegola. As I said, uh, Frio and the Suns, two home games in a row, should be fantastic for your scoring if you do have a little bit of, an, a bit of money. Obviously, they're both over $100,000. They're around the $100,000 mark to upgrade from Walters. So if you are looking at uh, uh, not being out to upgrade, we should think about players that are around the uh, the mark a little bit. Walters are only $414,000 thereabouts. There isn't a whole lot to be picking from, but I do not not mind Mitch Robinson at all. Obviously, he started the uh, season on fire. Brisbane have a decent run home. Obviously, they have Gold Coast this week. Uh, a three-round average of 97 isn't half bad. So uh, if you're strapped for cash, he's not a bad option either. Nicey um, is someone that could come in for Walters. Hey, mate, I know that they're short podcasts, but I still enjoy having you on here, mate. It's been a fantastic hearing your voice. Oh, it's been been good to be back with you, Chizo. It's uh, I've I've missed hearing your voice as well. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's been good and and not long to go uh, for the rest of the year. So hopefully uh, hopefully we can jump on a potty again uh, for this year. But uh, but if not, good luck for the rest of the season, mate. I, I know we're we're both uh, strapped for strapped for trades, but. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can enjoy it and, and bring on the cricket season, I say. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there, mate. Uh, hey, community, thanks for checking in with us and listening to the Round 21 recap. Uh, it has been fantastic chatting with you all year. And uh, let's just hope that 2019 has some uh, better luck for us in store because uh, 2018 has been a roller coaster, that's for sure. Nicey, I'll talk to you during the week. Good luck, community, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.